Hey, this is Scott Prioli from DVC-Rental.com. What we do is help Disney Vacation Club members rent out their points when they can't use them. This helps your family save around 40 or 50% off the prices of Disney's deluxe resorts. As you're staying on Disney property, you still get magic bands, fast passes, tickets, and dining plans. Again, you can find us at www.dvc-rental.com or on Facebook if you search for DVC-Rental webpage. Hi, this is Katrina and Bella Lee at the Indie Disney Meet with the Dub D Dub Review Podcast. Welcome to the WW Review Podcast. My name is Stacy, and I am joined by Chris. How are you, Chris? I'm doing good. Thank you, Stacey. Good. We are giving Pete a break. He is um, really trying to settle into his awesome new life in Florida, and we want him to be able to do so without any stress. So Chris and I are just kind of handling this on our own. It might be tough, but I think we're going to get through it. Um, we have a really cool show, but first we'll talk about us because that's, you know, the most important part of the, the podcast. <laughs> Anything awesome, cool, awful, upsetting going on in your life, Chris? Okay. You want <laughs> to talk this yeah. dark or we could take this happy. Which, yeah, really. Which way, which way do you want to go? Okay. So let's take this in, 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 in well, <laughs> let's take this on like a professional level. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. So I always look forward to this time of the year, not because of the weather. We talk about that all the time, but it is related to the weather. My job actually starts to wind down as we get to this point in the year. Cause obviously in Chicago land, it gets colder. So the golf course tends to be closed earlier based yeah. upon just the temperature. So this is like my like my teacher's version or my school version of like May 15th where you nice. can, where you can kind of see that vacation coming around the corner. But it also plays upon the part that uh you know, I love Halloween. I love the fall. I love the color change. So it's a kind of a a a a, a combining of all these things that I I really enjoy in my life. So nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the holidays. I'm looking forward to a little break. I've got a really nice vacation planned uh, coming up in a few weekends. We're just uh, we're just going away for a long weekend up to Wisconsin, and we got our nice big winter vacation. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this off season. A chance to recharge my batteries. This was a particularly trying year, a unique year at work. We had people leave and what yada yada yada. But uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Disney wise, I will tell you. The trip with Pete actually kind of recharged my batteries for Disney. Maybe it was just being down there in the environment, not necessarily going to the park. But when you're around it, you just kind of like you see the signs, you see the billboards, and you realize even if you're away, we went to just a character warehouse, how cool it is and how important it is like in my life. So it really got me motivated again to go back. So I have a feeling there'll be be a, a, a secret pop up trip coming sometime soon. Nice. You want to know how I'm going to fund that? Can I, How are you going to fund that? I'll tell you, because I'm a savvy shopper. So we have a winter vacation coming up on Southwest. We are going to fly back on Sunday. Let's listen to these numbers. On Sunday night, we are going to take the last flight out so we can get back late. 
the kids would kind of get turned around quickly and hopefully get to school on Monday. Probably not. But really, <laughs> really on Tuesday. Because we wanted to make sure we got our laundry done, grocery shopping, everything was taken care of. But I realized, well, why don't we just fly back early Monday and, and we'll yeah. spend the night somewhere. It was almost an 800 you heard that, an $800 savings to fly back Monday morning as opposed to Sunday night last flight out. Like Monday wow. Monday morning, like first flight out. Well, the Southwest, you only acquire like the ability to, to like put the money back. If you buy like the want to get away fares, mm-hmm. you, you just acquire the ability to like save those funds for future travel. But $800, a lot of scratch, you know? So it kind of helps fund that impromptu Disney vacation coming up in a little bit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, that's great. Mm -hmm. We're looking forward to it. And we're thinking actually, we've talked about annual passes for the first time. Yeah. There, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to have those annual passes and they're dangerous too, though, because you, the Disney math comes into play. You know, you've already got the park tickets taken care of and, you know, it's like we could sneak this in or look, air, airfares is really cheap here. Let's just sneak a trip in. DVC too. It's like, you can basically have, I mean, it's in Disney math. It would be like a free trip, you know, it's, So I wanted to put a post out there asking that. So I know you got the annual pass and it's all good and dandy and you think it's good value, but how much money that really cost you extra that you might not have actually taken (laughs) because now I'm taking two or three extra flights for five people and the DVC points, you know, so I'm wondering, yeah, that's a really good deal that just cost me six thousand dollars you know exactly (laughs) yes that's how they get you right so what's going on in your life um so opposite of you my work is picking up a lot um we have lots of school tours that are booking at the museum and i'm in charge of all those so um that's starting to kind of pick up so that takes up half my day when i have a school tour but on top of that we have all these family programs coming up with around christmas time and so that takes up a lot of the rest of the portion of my day. So it feels like I am, I have a small window of time each day to get all the other stuff done that I normally took a good majority of the day doing over the summer. So I just have to figure out the whole, yeah. you know, prioritizing again. You know, summer's kind of relaxed and I, my to-do list gets checked off. But mm-hmm. now it's kind of like I have to figure out what takes priority so that's been you know it's a challenge every year but and it, and i pity I you i pity you because here you're getting text messages from chris every day with show ideas saying hey you got a minute to chat and you're like no i'm working you know <laughs> i know during the summer i could be like sure hold on let me let me go into the other room now i'm like no i'm i'm with a group of 60 kids or <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> whatever but you know, be very, we could be very flexible. I, you know, I have that seven minute window between 1237 and, you know, I'll call you, I'll call you in 20 seconds. You got 20 seconds. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, I thought that we could go through some of the Disney news that has come out. I mean, it's a lot of these are hot topic things. A lot of them are, you know, a little bit 
more fun to talk about. You could hear Britta. She is knocking incessantly on the door right now. I don't I don't know where Scott is. She, she wants to talk about news. She needs to talk about news, right? What, I, what, what, I what, guess so. What do you think she wants to talk about? What would, what uh, would Britta want to talk about today? Britta would want to talk about herself. Okay. And what she wants and <laughs> when she wants it and how I'm not providing it for her. <laughs> Those are the things Britta wants to talk about. All right. Well, what about news? If there was Disney news, what would Britta want to talk about today? So, well, I don't know what Britta would want to talk about today, but I know what the rest of the internet is talking about. And those are two news stories related to prices. Um, Okay. Actually, they both kind of are related to price increases. But the one that I've seen just... Hang on, Stacey. You know, I'm just thinking, Uh even as we talk about this, we're going to put an asterisk right here. Because whenever we talk about news, by the time we release this show, it'll all be null and void or revised or whatnot. So we're going to talk yes. about it as of, as of uh, let's see, today is going to be a Tuesday release. So as of uh, a few days beforehand, this news is relevant and current. So we apologize if by the time this goes to air, it's completely not relevant and it's been yes. passed over. So. And, these, and these news articles might not represent our opinions and feelings on these matters as well. Okay. So, so nobody get mad and, and send us and send us any um, nasty messages. I don't think we've ever gotten any nasty messages, so that's good. But usually um, it's <laughs> us providing the nasty messages yes. to each other. Okay. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so the big one is the date based ticket pricing that has recently been kind of um, talked about, and I ignored it for a while just because obviously I just talked about work has been a little bit crazy and we've had annual passes so I was just kind of like oh I'm you know I'm not going to really pay too much attention at this point but then I'm like thinking realistically that we probably won't have annual passes all the time Mm -hmm. so um, I did some research on it and it looks like this is going to start October 16th. So if you have purchased tickets or packages prior to October 16th, you're all set in the old, with the old system, which is um, pretty complicated, but you know how they used to have whatever your tickets you purchased, you had 14 days Mm -hmm. to use that ticket. So any, that's still fine up until October 16th. But if you purchase any tickets, after October 16th, this is when this new system is taking place. So basically, when you purchase a ticket, the prices are based on the start date of when you want to visit the parks. So um, it's it, it's a little bit complicated. You have to read these read through things a few times to really begin to understand. So they are changing their prices based on perceived demand. So some days are going to be more expensive and some days are going to be least expensive based on this demand, but it's not a fluctuating um, system. So they're not, you know, it's not changing as time goes on, at least at this point, it's all set in advance based on what prior, I'm sure prior attendance has been in the parks. Mm -hmm. Um, So you purchase your tickets and if it's a one-day ticket, that one-day ticket is going to be based on whatever day you're using that ticket. The, what If that's a expensive day or a cheaper day, there's no more different prices for different parks 
before it used to be Magic Kingdom, I believe, was more expensive than the other three parks. Now they're all the same price, um, and it's based on the date that you travel. If you get a multi-use ticket, it's going to be based on the first day you use that ticket in the park, whether it's cheaper or more expensive. Um, but the big biggest difference of this is that you don't have 14 days to use those tickets anymore. You used to be able to buy a two-day ticket and have 14 days to use it. Not anymore. Now it's, um, if you have a two-day ticket, you have to use those two days within four days. A 10-day ticket, you have to use any 10 days within 14 days. So the, the higher your days tickets are, the more days you kind of have flexibility with. Um, but it's not great flexibility. Like you can see 10 day ticket is the highest you can purchase and you have 14 days to still use that ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very complicated. Like I thought I wrote down really good notes right now and I'm even confusing myself. So, okay. Um, well, you know, but it's, it's changing. So it's not all that surprising. Uh, so I'm going to defend this by saying it's not unlike the airlines that have higher prices on the Fridays and Sundays when you travel to or from your destinations, a little cheaper price on Tuesday morning, cheapest prices on like, like, you know, Thursday morning, whatnot. So it's called in, in the golf industry, it's called dynamic pricing, right? Mm -hmm. So Monday afternoons, it's really cheap. Saturday mornings, you know what? It's really expensive. So it's, it's not unlike that. So I, I get that. And I'm not trying to side with Disney as a corporation, but it would seem to make sense to me that they're leaving money on the table when the highest demand is a Saturday or a Sunday and the lowest demand is a Tuesday, but yet they pay the same price for the theme park. So right. if I could get an extra 40 bucks on a Saturday or Sunday, I, I kind of understand that. As a consumer, am I crazy about that? No. But as a consumer, do I understand it? Yeah, I kind of do. I mean, it makes sense to me. It, it, it's it's how the world's working right now. It, it mm-hmm. You know, you, you want to go yeah. to the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs have higher ticket costs for certain opponents, St. Louis Cardinals, on like a weekend day than they would for, say, the Pittsburgh Pirates on a Wednesday. It, it, right. do, it does make sense to me. So I wouldn't think that would be all that strange. And as a matter of fact, I'm kind of surprised it hasn't gone to this earlier and that all theme parks haven't gone to this at the, at some point. Because, yeah, the demand on the weekends here at our park, which is nothing compared to Disney. Yeah, you don't go on the weekends because the lines and the crowds are insane, like an hour yes. and a half, two hours long. So what's the demand? It's the weekends. When is it not busy? It's the weekdays. And it's specific days of the weekdays. So I kind of get it. I'm not saying it's great. I, I'm a little surprised that they moved all the parks together in terms of one price as opposed to having Magic Kingdom be more and whatnot. But um but that's about all I can say for that. I I, I get it. I understand it. It's yeah. A, no, it, I do too. It's a good business strategy. That's for sure. Same reason, Stacy. It's the same reason why resorts cost more on peak season weekends. Oh yeah, absolutely. And DVC points. You know, I mean, think about it in terms of that line. Yeah, for sure. It's more expensive to stay DVC points at the Wilderness Lodge on a Saturday than it would be on a Tuesday in December as opposed to April. Well, tickets are just falling in line with that line of thought. Right, exactly. And it's just going to take a little while for people to get used to that and to get over it. I mean, everybody will eventually get over it and something else will take its place. And You know, I think we're going to talk about a few things about price increases here today. So Mm -hmm. I think maybe I could just make an overall blanket statement. And this is only reflective of my thoughts here. But, you know, 
when you watch social media and you're on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, people yearn and pine for the Disney of their childhood and like right. their, their memories and nothing is the same and and gas prices don't cost the same and food doesn't cost the same and clothes don't cost the same and tv shows have changed and, and disney's a business after all and it sounds like i'm apologizing for them or like sympathizing with them but things change and there's a reason why it's this expensive it's this expensive because us as consumers we've flock there and every year it seems that the park attendance goes higher and higher and higher well if you were the owner of disney would you not do the same thing if you saw the attendance increase by two percent every year or three percent every year now certain things here like we're gonna talk about like the pop increase and vitamin water increase that's a little different but as far as Mm -hmm. a lot of these things if we're willing to spend it and we show them we're willing to spend it every year I don't really fault them. And, you know, when it comes to, like, my vacation, I'm willing to pay that only because I think at the end of the trip, I'm going to say that was a good quality experience. So I try to think, you know, that old, you know, adage about you get what you pay for. Like, I firmly believe that on vacation. Like, when was the last time you went to Walt Disney World and you left there and said, I cannot, that was junk. I can't believe right. I can't believe that the room was disgusting, the parks were disgusting, the people were disgusting. If you get to that point, then maybe it's time for you to kind of separate yourself out from like the Disney vacation. But I've not ever said that. So right. exactly. as long yep. as it meets my expectation level, which it has, minus one or two hiccups, I'm willing to spend that money. So I guess like the point of my thing was it's going to cost you a lot and it's going to continue to increase. And so you could either do one of two things about it. You could either go and agree with it and say, well, I guess not agree with it. Accept it is a better word. And just say, it's worth it. And when I'm on vacation, the time with my family is more important than worrying about the extra $200 this cost me as opposed to the same trip every year. Or you cannot. And at that point, then you have to figure out different vacation plans with your family. For me, I don't sweat those little nickels. I, I try to win the war. And maybe I might lose a few battles along the way, but at least I know that at the end of the day, I'm going to win the war. And that's like kind of how I view this. Like the pop increase by 50 cents or vitamin water, you think I sleep or, or lose sleep for one second over the increase of that? Think about it at the end of the trip. How much extra did that really cost you? Right. 20 bucks? You know, you know think about our lives. What do, we, what do we waste 20 bucks on like in a heartbeat? You know, I got Amazon Prime. Are you kidding me? I spend 20 bucks stupidly every day <laughs> for something new. No kidding. You know? So am I really worried about that? No. The price increase thing on tickets, man, am I going to fret about that? Okay, so it might cost me an extra 100 or $150. Now, I don't speak for everybody. There are people that are just barely going to Disney, and I get that. But you know what? It takes discipline to go there because it is expensive. And if you want a piece of that, I'm not saying I'm wealthy. I am not. You you know how I live, you know, and we, we budget and, you know, we save. But it you need discipline to go there. And if it just takes a little bit more, you have to make a decision. For me, there's no decision. I'm not going right. to worry about it. I'm just going to go and acquire those extra funds. And I'm going to work a little harder or put in a little more time or save a little more and maybe not get pizza three times this week. Yes, <laughs> I exactly. I don't get pizza. Yep, everybody times. spends their money a little bit differently. Right. So, anyways, I'm sorry. Here's me and my soapbox. Oh no, that's no, I'm, that's good. I'm that's off what my soapbox. <laughs> so, speaking of the, you know, the Dasani moving up, I have the some of the price increases for the Disney food and beverage. And so, this is 
at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So here, I'm just going to kind of do a rundown of what they are. And I don't think this is a completely exhaustive list, but it might be. Let's see. So we have the regular size fountain drink is now $3.99 up from $3.29. The large size fountain drink is $4.49 up from $3.69. Dasani brand bottled water is $3.50 up from $3.00. Bottled soda is $4.50, up from $4. Orange juice bottled is now $4.99, up from $4.29. The Mickey bar and Mickey ice cream sandwich are $5.75 now. They were $5. The Mickey pretzel is now $7, up from $6. This last one is the one that I think shocked me the most. The churro is now $6.25, up from $4.50. Boom! I know that one. I don't. I don't really like churros anyway, so it doesn't bother me. But um, I, I kind of never think a churro is a good value unless it's at Costco or something. And it's dollar fifty or whatever they cost. Um, because just I, it's just it's gone got, in two then seconds. Then you got two hands but, full, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, that one that one was a shocker. But like I said, I don't like churros, so I'm not I'm not mad about it. But um, then also the minivans prices have changed. So they used to be a $25 flat fee around Walt Disney World property. And now it's gone to distance-based pricing. So in this, um, I'm getting this information, by the way, from the Passporter um, newsletter that I received from the Passporter guidebooks. I get the newsletter. So I give you credit for that, Jennifer from Passporters. Um, So she says that, for example, a minivan ride from Polynesian to Disney Springs is now thirty three seventy six. Animal Kingdom to Polynesian is now thirty eight dollars. So, no more twenty five dollar flat fee anywhere. They're they're kind of doing the normal type, kind of taxi cab type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, so here's what I got to say about this, Stacey. So, if you and I went with our families to Great America, and we approached Great America, by the way, is Six Flags. It's the park by us. If we approached the front gate. And we had two wagons, and there were picnic baskets in the back of the wagons. How far could we get into the park with those picnic baskets? Oh, not at all. You not cannot get even. You can't even. I mean, they're they are very very strict there with cor- anything that you bring in. Right. So you can't even get in. They'll they kind of look you over. Even if you put like gummy bears in your pockets, they're like, yes, Mr. Malik again, really gummy bears in the pockets. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, most of the things you talked about are optional and. Disney allows you to bring in your own food. Absolutely. They allow you to bring in your own snacks. So, you know, as far as pop, I thought there was like a, you could bring in like bottled water or something along those lines, but you can't bring in two liters or canned goods and you certainly Mm -hmm. can bring in booze. But, you know, I I guess a person could make an argument and say that pop, well, not pop's optional because you're making a choice to drink pop, but everything they have a price increase on, it's simply an optional add on. You could bring everything again, maybe not pop, but you could. Get I think f- you can. I because I, I think you can bring in anything that you wanted. Um, the only thing I've ever been stopped with was glass bottle. I had a, a glass Starbucks frappuccino okay. beverage, and they stopped me because it was a glass bottle. But yeah. otherwise, I think you can. I think you can bring pop in. Well, we'll we'll, we'll say maybe at that point. Uh, there's 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 a good chance you can. So they're not telling you you can't bring this in from the outside you must buy ours they're simply saying if you show up and you want to buy ours the price has gotten higher right so for every person that i saw and this is like me like 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 almost like like 
being tired of seeing people post this. It's optional. You don't need to consume their product. You can bring your own in. If you rented a car, if you order from Garden Grocer or Amazon, you could bring your own in. And there's zero price increase. Feel free. Right, exactly. Feel free, but they have the product and if you want to buy it. Now again, much of what you said is a 70 cent increase you from 429 to 499 or yeah, yeah. So think about that. So I have a family of 5. So for a lunch, Let's just assume everybody's 70 cent increase on their pop and everybody's 70 cent increase in their pretzel. It cost me 10 bucks more at lunch than it did one week ago. And then maybe 10 bucks more at dinner. So we're looking at 20 bucks. So for the entire vacation, if I went to a park for one week, it's an extra $120. Is any stress in my life worth $120 when it's completely optional? If you didn't like it, then just order it in and bring it yourself. Like that money isn't significant enough. And remember, again, for like the third time, you can bring it in. You don't need to buy their product. So, yeah, I think it kind of stinks a little bit of greed, especially because knowing how much pop costs, because, you know, I, I, help, yeah, uh-huh. I, help, I help run the bar at work and I know how much a bib of soda costs. Um, but, again, without them saying you have to, I almost give them a pass for this, you know? Right. If, if they can capture it, if you're foolish enough to let them do it, then, yeah, I, I, I kind of could see this. Is it smart I, for on a business sense? It's freaking genius, you know? I mean, it's really smart if people are willing to spend it. But Yep. So The it, one thing I would have to say that I'm going to be more alert of, I think, is I'm, I, if anybody doesn't know, I'm a pretty passive pro- person for a lot of things. But if I went up to the booth and I got the Mickey pretzel that was stale and not you know, fresh made. Definitely. I think this would be a point where I I would be a little bit less likely to let that go. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if, if you're going to raise the prices, then you have to up the game with making sure that you're providing a good, good point. service. So, 100%. Be a vocal advocate for yourself for sure on that. You know, if you get that, <laughs> I could just picture it. So it's, it's kind of cold. It's kind of yes. crunchy. It's missing salt. No way. Basically all Six Flags pretzels right? are just like that. Listen, dude, I just spent 25 bucks for four pretzels. I want four hot pretzels, you know? Yep. I want so much sodium, it, it literally is <laughs> going to give me a hard time digesting it. All right. So we're past the we're past the snacks. How much did vitamin water go up? That was that was something I saw. You know what? So I on this email, it doesn't state it. Okay. Um, we'll assume it's about 70 cents. I don't know. We can look that up maybe. Okay. Well, 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 I see it. It's up to five dollars and fifty cents uh, oh. up, up from up from from soda water. So I don't know what it was before, but uh, yeah, that yeah. seems very expensive. Yep. Yeah, smart water. I, I I'm sorry, not soda water. Oh, the smart water. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Um. Oh, anyways, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I apologize. No. So I have a few more. So um, the next two have to do with one of my favorite movies, which is Lilo and Stitch. Uh, I I found something on WDW News that they are making a live action Lilo and Stitch. Um, and I, one of the things that really super surprised me about this was that the original Lilo and Stitch was from 2002. And that made me feel really old You're because old. it seems so You're recent. Old. <laughs> but it was not. It was 2002, which is, what, 16 years ago? That's, that's just insane. Um, but... They, you know, Jungle Book and Beauty and the Beast have, you know, just really been great successes. So 
they're, you know, starting this whole live action series and, you know, Aladdin's coming up and Dumbo and Mulan and Lion King. So Lilo and Stitch seemed like a natural, um, a natural progression in this series. So I'll be really excited to see this. The, the source that we got this from said that there's not information on it, whether this is going to be a theater release or if it's going to go to that new Disney streaming service mm-hmm. that's going to be offered in 2019. So I hope it's in the theater, though, because I think that it would be gr- so cute. And I just keep on picturing <clears throat> the actress that did that voiced Moana. Um, and I can, I always get her name completely wrong. But I picture her being the, the older sister for some reason. I think that she would make a really great um, older sister in that movie. But um, It'll be a tearjerker for sure. Yes. Won't it? So but it's just gonna be so cute. So does this make up for the fact that the ride is the attraction is closing forever? <laughs> I don't. That's no. I mean, I don't think that I had any love lost for that attraction closing <laughs> anyway. Okay. So tell yeah. me, it, it, you know, with this new Disney streaming service, so this should be a future show. We should we should kind of put it out there, and maybe we'll just leave this as a teaser. Is uh-huh. give us some other movies that would make a good you know live action film you know what i'm saying we we, we yeah. could we should brainstorm about what animated movies would make and something that is completely off the wall would be a good idea can they make uh you know obviously when you're thinking lilo and stitch you're like okay how are they gonna find stitch what are they gonna do with this you know right. cgi but what other animated films would make a really good live action film you know could you theoretically you know this is this sounds really strange could you make cars you know, a live action film. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. would that be bizarre? Would you make Aristocats? Now you've got three cats, you know, all, they're all, they're all talking animals. What other movies would make a really cool live action film? So, yeah. That'd be fun to talk about. We'll have to post that. All right. So what else you got? Was there something I saw about, uh, uh, the drink cups now being available at the water parks? Did, did you, yeah. did you hear I about that? that briefly? Did you, do you have more information about that? Yeah, I do. So, so recently, um, in a, it, it, this comes from WDW News Today, and and I'll just I'll paraphrase. But in an effort to maintain uh, the guests and re- resort refurbishments, and essentially to keep people happy at both the Animal Kingdom Lodge and Coronado Springs, they will offer their guests complimentary rapid fill mugs at the water parks and miniature golf locations as well. Hmm. So when you purchase it. They're automatically going to be good for Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach. Nice. So, so in the back of my mind, the way I'm thinking is, so they have the technology to do this. Tell me, do you think that it's possible in the future this spreads to further resorts and then potentially into the parks with a higher price ticket? With- yeah, I mean, I think that this is a good small-scale test that they could do with it so yeah nothing's by positive yeah nothing's by accident this is there's there's definitely a bigger meaning it's not just because we want to placate the guests not at all they're they're doing this as a small sample approach to seeing how people receive this how much would you spend if you went for a week and you got a refill mug and right now they're about 20 bucks with tax give or take a dollar how much would you be willing to spend if your refill mug was good at all parks water parks miniature golf and all resorts what would you be up to spending you know, I've thought about this. Um, we we're, we drink soda, but not, I mean, we can take it or leave it. Like, we never have it in the house mm-hmm. um, or rarely have it in the house. Um, when we're out at restaurants and stuff, sometimes we'll order it. But it would really depend for me. It would, it would I, I am so um, kind of jaded due to Six Flags. 
with their drink cups. It's free refills with a certain cup, but the lines to fill up those cups are just maddening at times. Mm -hmm. Um, You can stand in line for for a half hour sometimes to refill your cup at Six Flags. So it would depend. If they had a really good system where you didn't where you could walk up and not have to wait i might be willing to pay you know 35 bucks or you know or whatever for a cup that could be used anywhere for the entire length of my trip or even maybe up to 40 dollars for for that but if i if that was going to be another time suck for me i wouldn't do it um you know it's, what? That's a great point because that line is crazy crazy long sometimes it's like like 30 minutes to get yourself a a sprite that has bees flying all around the pop dispenser, right? Uh-huh. right? <laughs> you know? So I, I think I swallowed a bee at <laughs> Six Flags the other day, although it probably was a very large fly because I think the bee would have stung me. But I was in a line and I inhaled and I was ordering, I was getting my drink refill <laughs> and I was like, I had to stop and I couldn't talk because I was trying to cough this thing up. And the guy was looking at me like I was crazy. And then he started laughing. I'm like, I think I just swallowed a bee. And then he started laughing at me. And I'm like, then I was getting so mad. I'm like, I'm going to go talk to a manager and tell them that that guy laughed at me. And then I realized how ridiculous that was. And I got over it. But all day I was kind of like waiting to go into shock for swallowing this bee. But I need to see you. Talk to the manager. probably a fly. Please tell me the (laughs) argument you would have used. I, I... I would have been a total baby and been like, I was sad. Because I swallowed something, and that guy laughed at me, and it's like putting myself in his shoes. If there was a person standing there trying to order a drink, and they said they just swallowed a bee, I probably would have done the same thing. So, oh my anyways, God. that was a big tangent. I don't even remember what we are talking about. Hey, guys, I got like the tears from my eyes, <laughs> thinking of you swallowing bees. Anyways, yeah, so, you know what, you were saying 35 or 40 bucks. I think that's a good cost, too. Because think about it, if you're at the park, you're going to get that thing refilled how many times? Five, six, seven, maybe more during the day? Cause yeah. Because it's hot as blazes out there. So part of the reason why it's still, uh, and I don't want to say it's a value at 20 bucks, because they're counting on you being away from that resort. Right, and exactly. Not, and not, yes. not filling that cup. I remember part of that cup cost is actually buying the dang cup, you know, and that cup yep. has got that RFID chip and whatnot. But now if you've got it with you attached at the hip or at the fanny pack, so to speak, I mean, you're going to refill that monster 10 times a day. It's, yeah. So I think even at the cost of like 35 bucks per cup, which sounds like, oh my gosh, eh, it might be worth it because you're always going to have hydration. But you're right. If everyone's got it, they'd have to figure out a system where there was kiosks available just for that. Because you, right, you exactly. would have you would have insane lines. Think about the average park attendance at the Magic Kingdom, and now think about having half to sixty percent of those people are resort guests, and everyone having their drink up. Oh my! Right. Oh my lord! It would be it would be it'd be insane. So what else we got? So I have um, something I'm really excited about, which is the new storybook dining at artist point restaurant mm-hmm. have you ever been to the old artist point restaurant i've walked inside i've not eaten there but i've walked inside taken pictures talked to the people that were there mm-hmm. uh but no i i haven't eaten there you know i think it's been i think it's been the case where i had a four-year-old connected to me and i thought yes. this would be money wasted today so. yes exactly yeah no i i had never been there i think that i think that scott and i looked into it when we were on our honeymoon there um pretty much right after Wilderness Lodge opened a little while after that, but we, we never ate there either. But um, I'm intrigued by this because 
it's supposed to be a really great thematic um, experience mm-hmm. now. They're they're changing it to, and I know this is this is getting mixed reviews because some people, you know, obviously diehard Artist Point fans, but they're um, they've changed it to a character experience, a character um, dining experience. And it's based off of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And I believe that there is maybe even um, the Evil Queen coming into the picture as well. But so starting, it it opens September 16th. I think that reservations are already open for for dining and the menu is out. So I'm going to read some of the menu. But um, it's pricing is $55 for adults, $33 for kids. Tax and gratuity are not included. Um, and it's not a buffet. It's a it's a sit down meal. Each guest gets um, an appetizer, an entree, dessert, and then a non alcoholic fountain beverage. Um, and let's see, they are continuing to operate as a signature restaurant through December. No, through, I'm sorry, through November 10th, um, before they switch over to the character dining. Well, so let me interrupt you beforehand. Mm-hmm. Even your fifty five dollar price. So if you're listening to this right now and you think that sounds steep. Go and Google Artist Point and look at the current menu cost of things yes. right now. And then factor in the cost of adding on an appetizer to that. That's like one person's appetizer and a dessert. I don't know if that price actually went up at all. Yeah, and, exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? And a drink. I think that actually is, is, is a pretty stable price. You know, I don't think it's gone up because that was always a premium dining experience anyways. Right. And the cool thing about this, I think, too, is that I think it's uh, when you see them, when you hear the menu, you'll see too. It's keeping, I think, the signature dining experience. But when you pay this price for a character meal, you're paying for the character experience. Mm-hmm. So this is like giving you the best of both worlds. For you know, not it's not a bargain, obviously, but it's you know, this is something I definitely think that we, maybe even just Scott and I, might be interested in doing. Um, but I, yeah, probably not. We'll probably bring the kids with us. So according to Disney, storybook dining at Here's Artist some Point. kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll invite guests to venture into an enchanted forest-like setting inspired by Walt Disney's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. There you'll enjoy a delicious meal and a fantastic fair with visits from Snow White, Dopey, and Grumpy. Delightful music and activities will help bring the classic fairy tale to life. And you'll even have an opportunity for an encounter with the queen. So this makes me wonder if it's kind of how they do that at, at Be Our Guest, how at the end of the meal you go mm-hmm. and you visit with the Beast. Maybe they'll have something similar with the Queen. But when else do you get to encounter the Queen and the dwarfs? So besides the Halloween party, I mean, or and the Christmas party maybe, um, this is going to be a great experience, I think, to be able to get photographs with, with that. Um, but I highly encourage everybody to go and look up the menu. There's that it's just super cute um i'm seeing some winter squash bisque with caramel and granola and it's served inside of a cauldron i mean it's absolutely adorable um there's this these are some of the appetizers hunter's pie with chicken black truffle and stone fruit preserve the bisque uh, wicked shrimp cocktail with soy miso avocado thai chili and greens and also an array of fruits, vegetables, cheese, and create your own your own honey butter. So those those are some of the appetizers that you can choose. That's definitely doesn't seem like classic character meal buffet yeah, for choices sure. there. It still sounds like a really good upscale dining at, at Artist Point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
main entrees, there's um, you have a choice of one of the many dishes, such as broiled prime rib roast with horse horseradish mashed potatoes, um, mirror, magic mirror slow braised veal shank with mashed celery root, um, and then there's also seafood with the seafood stew with shrimp, base scallops, mussels, tomato, and fennel. And the, the photographs are just, you know, obviously gorgeously displayed. This is, you know, it's, it, you know, they still, they, it definitely still has the, the signature dining look. Well, um, I think I'm in just like you next time I'm there. But it, yeah. br- it brings upon a thought. So if this is worth $50 for this character experience, how much is the eat dinner with Chris, Pete, and Stacy dining experience? Oh my gosh. If this You're is worth right. $55, what is, what is that worth? How much? How much would that be worth? Would we be going to like Blaze or something like that? I think that that would probably you <laughs> it's know like White Castle. You know, I'd be like probably like forty eight ninety nine uh, something like that. What a value! A better value. <laughs> okay. Um, so the kids' menus look awesome too. There's cute little princess pasta. Um, there's also the prime rib roast. There's some chicken, kind of some classic kids stuff. But the desserts, oh my goodness, they're so cool looking. It's shared desserts for the table. They're called the Miner's Treasure, which is made up of sponge cake, chocolate gems, and buttercream icing. There's fairy tale gooseberry pie with meringue. And the cutest of all, there's something called the Poison Apple, which is made of white chocolate apple mousse with a sour center. But they look like little sparkly apples. Mm-hmm. So there's, oh my gosh, they're so cute. Um, they're cute. Uh, are you a yeah. are, you, are you a drinker, a mixed drink person, Stacy? Advocation. Um, you know what we, it's not super important to me. Like every once in a while, I'll get a drink. Um, mostly if it's super hyped and I want to check it out. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't really even occur to me to get it. And it, you know, we we don't we choose to spend money on other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the same so. way. You know what? I'll try it. And like, literally, I am like the sissiest drinker like in America. I, I honestly, it's long story short, but I mean, I have I have some beer in the fridge right now, and about once every like three weeks, I'll have a beer with my meal. So I, I'm not a hardcore drinker, but like at Walt Disney World, I'll look at the drink menu and be like, hmm, that sounds good. Like, I have any idea what that actually is. It's like, <laughs> yeah. can I have that blue one? Is the blue one good? Yeah, exactly. You know? Is there a fruity one over there? Do you have any fruity drinks? And I can't hold my booze to save my life. I'm I'm like the guy, the exact opposite of who should be getting liquor at walt disney world you know sure would you put your shirt back on you know so but these drinks look awesome too you yeah know? they do did you see the smoke one yeah so they, they have one called the smoking mirror scotch wild berry lime rosemary smoke how do they do that how do they make rosemary I smoke i don't know but it looks like this cup is smoking like you would be drinking a poison drink it's it's i know that's not i need really to have weird, this it's super cool <laughs> i looking. need to have this <laughs> yeah i can't i can't contain it i couldn't i can't function when i'm drinking it but i need to have some of this yes it they, looks so cool they have non-alcoholic drinks as well too so anyways yep. check it out first person that goes there we need a review of this because i think it's going to be on both of our families lists yeah and uh we need to know more so i kind of honestly like i wonder i'm sure that the reservations are all gone for when we go in january but i'm like maybe i'll check that out and we know people snag we know people we can we, yeah right we, we have a special table set up just for us exactly i mean it shouldn't be a problem at all it should be <laughs> totally fine let me get the hotline let me call somebody here <laughs> beef accent i need some help b b exactly help she, us out. oh she'll be able to do it for sure what else do you got you got anything else 
So, Rafiki's Planet Watch, have you ever been there? Oh, man. This is where the, the, yeah, for sure. This is where the goats make all that giant mess and kids are playing with the goats and they're ma- smashing all the goat poop and all that good stuff. Yeah, yes, I've been there. I've been there. Exactly. <laughs> you take that long train ride, which actually usually ends up being just at the perfect time. You know, you get to sit on it and it kind of takes you backstage a little bit mm-hmm. um, on it. So, I went with Britta two summers ago it was just Britta and I she was all dolled up with her avatar face paint um, and we were waiting for the rest of the group so we we had some time so we, we headed over there and it was so cute it, you know the, the goats and that was the first time we'd ever been over there I think um, and then we saw I think I can't remember what animal there was some animal being operated on was it a goat? in the, in the little vet area <laughs> I want to say it might have been it might have been a goat um all but goats was, all the time. I know. I know. All goats all the time. But I was listening to another podcast today, and they were talking about how one of the hosts um, saw a tiger being operated on. I was like, I, I would never have left. That was that the video. The that was day. the video of Animal Kingdom when they filmed it. <laughs> that was the video. Yeah, maybe that's what the case was. But she said she saw it. So, um, but that would be super cool. But then the the we also got to do the character meet with Doc McStuffins, who is Britta's favorite character. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm lying. She's one of Britta's favorite characters. But then also um, Rafiki was there, too. So, And I had never gotten a picture with Rafiki before, so that was really fun to do that. Um, but anyway, my whole point in saying all this is that it's closing on October 20th for an extensive refurb. So it doesn't, we don't, there's not really much information um, about what's, how it's going to change, what's going to stay, what's going to go. Um, but it's going to be closed until spring of 2019. Um, and hopefully it'll, it'll be just as awesome. Maybe they'll add some more things. Cause when we went over there, I, I kind of did feel like it was kind of a long out of the way trip for what we saw, but it was perfect for Britt and I to go do that. But mm. if we had dragged all the kids over there, I might, we, they might've been a little bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it does, it, it's kind of a commitment to, to go. You, it's not like you could just walk out. You have to, you have to take that train ride. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what kinds of things are, are different over there. Well, it needs a little more wow factor. You're, you're exactly right. It is, it is cool. It's a, it's a unique experience. It's a way to kind of take some crowd from the park and bring it to a different area of the park. But in terms of wow factor, it definitely needs something else. But it, you know, when, when they first posted, this was closing, you probably saw the same thing I saw. About three million people came out of the woods saying, "Oh my gosh, Rafiki's uh-huh. Planet Watch is my favorite thing of all time." Yeah, and in fact, it was like no one's favorite thing of all time. Right, exactly. But it is a really nice thing, and actually, it's, it's functional because that's where you know some of the hospital is located for treatment of the animals. So it does right. serve almost a original Epcot type function, and. It just needs a little more. Think about what's coming to the park. Think about the wow factor of Pandora and 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 you know Everest. Think about the wow factor, and then you get here, and it largely is a petting zoo attached to a hospital, which is in itself kind of I don't want to say interactive. It's not a right the right word, but in a way interactive. But it needs right. it needs something more. So it's not closing forever. 
so all three million people can can come off the ledge. It's going to come back, but it will come back something special. You know, I have I have belief and faith in the Disney company. When they pull something down for a, a refurbishment, it's going to be good when they open back up. It's it's not like they're going to go and replace three walls and say, "Look, at we did this great refurbishment. Come back." And it's going to be something really unique and you'll want to visit as opposed to ending up there because it was the only thing available so yeah so you know exactly. it, it serves multiple masters and it will be still a functional hospital and you'll want to visit there which you know i i believe it will be so yeah exactly mm-hmm. all right and then i just have one more um and it kind of goes along with what we were just talking about with the refurbishments and everything but um a lot of our our listeners have kids in all different stages of life but many of them I know have young children who are you know Britta's age three four you know even younger who are into the whole Disney Junior scene um and it's so funny that the characters kind of there some characters stay the same through the years some you know are completely brand new characters and how as soon as you're out your child is out of that age you lose complete connection as to who who these new characters are so um, that's kind of happening now. So Disney Junior Live on Stage is has gone away. It closed on September 2nd. Did you ever go see the original Disney Junior Live on Stage? Chris? No, no. So it was, I okay, Britta loved it. And actually, I think that Griffin might have been also in that age group. He also loved it. The problem with it was it was a giant room that you had to sit on the floor to watch this show. So me being a younger adult at, you know, I, well, I guess I'm kind of middle-aged now, but I, it was uncomfortable for me to sit on the floor, especially if you, like, if this is at toward the end of the day and you're exhausted, like sitting on the floor is not the thing you want to do. By the time it's over, like my feet were asleep, my back was aching. And like, I, I'm looking around at all these, you know, grandparents who are kind of lining the walls in the back because they can't sit on the floor. Is this the studio, so, Stacy? Yes, it's a Hollywood Studios. Okay, so I was there. I have to imagine yeah, that, that I was this there. is one of the reasons why it's changing. So go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. But I was there. It went with Lucille and Ju when they were when they were very very young. I was there. Yeah, and it's a cute show. I mean, it was very interactive and everything. It was super cute. But they're changing it to the Disney Junior Dance Party, and it says it's opening in the fall. And obviously, it's not open yet. But um, fall still is a long season to go. But it's going to be a high-energy dance party with um, Disney Junior characters from Doc McStuffins and Vampirina, who I said Doc McStuffins was Britta's favorite. Vampirina is actually Britta's favorite. Um, Mickey and the Roadsters and the Lion Guards. They're going to have, instead of the little puppets that they used to have, they're going to have actual characters come in to do this whole dance party show experience um, with the kids. And it, I really feel as though that means that they're not going to be sitting on the floor. They're going to be up and around, and parents aren't going to have to feel like they have to, you know, sit there with their. Of course, and ultimately the kid ends up ends up on your lap. So you're trying to balance while you're sitting on the floor with your legs digging into your shoes, and then there's like a forty pound kid trying to sit on your lap. So hopefully that experience will be changed a little bit. Um, it must be popular then from the Incredibles dance party and stuff to to yes. see how it brings crowds. Okay. Yeah, and we happened upon a dance party one of our first years going. I mean, it had to have been back in 2008, maybe. We were at the studios, and there was a building, and it was we hadn't been for many, many years, so I don't even know. I don't remember even where this was. But we were just wandering, and we looked inside a building, and there was this like gigantic dance party happening 
with all these characters. Like it was almost like the character Palooza that they talk about at the studios, but it was in a dance party form. You sure there was it a been... Disney space? <laughs> I know. I was like, I, I actually, as I was thinking about the same, like, did I make this up? But there's probably like 15 <laughs> characters out and there might've been a hundred guests in there. So, and it was a big room. So it was really pretty, you know, you could get one-on-one with the characters and, um, and I think we had like a flip phone. I was trying to call Scott, telling him to get over there with the other kids. And anyway, that's kind of how I envision this being. I, hopefully it'll be, you know, a controlled number of people. Kids could have good, you know, a good opportunity to interact with the characters and it just be the little, the little ones having their, their time to shine. Anything that tires little kids out for 15, 20, 30 minutes at a pop, giving them a chance to nap in a cart or at least burn off some of their energy. I'm in favor. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm in favor. I've got something for you in closing. Can we talk about one more story? Yeah. What do you think about these attraction-specific jerseys? Have you seen the ones that, like, the rose gold color or the pink oh, color yes. with the giant Walt yes. Disney World in the back? Like, literally Sophie from, loves those. From, from, you know, elbow to elbow, practically. So now they have attraction-specific ones coming to Disney parks. So just briefly looking, they have Haunted Mansion ones, which are purple with, like, the wallpaper design. They have the Tiki Room, which has got a big, you know, obviously Disneyland or Walt Disney World across the back. Small World, which actually looks really cute. The Small World one I give credit for. It's a white one, and it looks cute. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean one. Um, you've seen those. What do you think about those? So they're not my style. Um, I think that I have pretty broad shoulders to begin with. So I feel as though I would look like a football player wearing one of those. <laughs> Shoulder but, pads. Yeah, well, and then with like the bright patterns and things like that, it's just not It's not for me. But um, Sophie, you know, who's 15, she thinks that they're, they're great. So... Um, she was looking for, at them all our last trip, just just constantly trying to find one. She was deciding if she was going to spend her money on it. But they're pretty expensive. I think they're like 40 or $50 oh, um, yeah. at the parks. And so we actually went to the character warehouse off property one night, and they had a whole bunch of navy blue ones with um with Walt. I was like checking to see, does it say, is it missing a letter or something? Like, why are these here? <laughs> But they were all small and mediums. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they were all smalls and mediums. So I'm wondering if maybe there was a mistake with the ordering, and they just ordered a ton of a certain size. So I got that for her for 19.99, and she wears it all the time. So okay, that's definitely something. But I I do I like those. Those are they're cute. I would not personally wear them, but um, I can see why you know people would enjoy something like that. I love how they're getting more specific with their merchandise yeah you know that's that is cool you know and and even going back to the drink cups here for a second i do i i agree with you less walt disney world and disneyland more specific you know attractions or right. resort specific or even the drink cups right now are halloween specific drink cups yes. so i i agree less generic more specific that's what people is like that's their memory you know peter loves the haunted mansion so he's never buying one of these for him or Missy. we should probably get him a spirit jersey <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I don't know if they make it in his size. He's lost weight though. He looks great. He, he he's working really hard. But good. Uh, you know, but you know, if I ask you a question, you know, do, do you like Walt Disney World? Well, the answer is, well, yeah. But what do you really love about Walt Disney World? Oh man, I love Big Thunder Mountain, and I love this, and you know, that's that's where your memories are. So right. to have something to capture that, 
And people cool. love to show their unique likes, their unique personalities. And that's why, like, Tamara's ears that she makes um, are so popular because these are not things that everybody is wearing. You want to be unique. You mm-hmm. want to show your own flair. So when they're having these more specific things, I think that people are really grabbing onto them. And I think Disney is finally learning from places like Etsy that people are looking for this. They're looking to be unique and to show mm-hmm. the little kitschy things that they love about Walt Disney World. Magical Mara design. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> just so you know. Um, Hashtag. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I think that's just about all we got today, right? Yeah, I think so. That so was great. We should do more news stories, but of course, when we've tried this before in the past, it, it's always outdated by the time we come <laughs> to the show. But but anyways, you know, those are the things that are relevant right now. A lot of them are cost, but again, I want to remind people one more time, enjoy the vacation. Enjoy the time with your family. You can always make more money. You can't make more vacations. Once that's Absolutely. over and gone, it's done. Enjoy the time. Don't sweat the small stuff. If it's going to cost you an extra 100 bucks, think about what you just spent 100 bucks on this last weekend and could you do without it. And just remember, you're there. Enjoy it. So that's my, my good, good advice. piece of advice. If you want to join us and discuss this stuff, like we had a post recently, um, you got to pick one at Epcot. Is it Future World East and West or is it World Showcase? And we had a big debate and poll. If you want to talk about stuff like that with us, you could find us on our private Facebook group. Stacy, what is it? It's Edcot, E-D-C-O-T. E-D-C-O-T. And you'll find it on Facebook. We also have an Instagram under the WW Review. Uh, we also have our page on Facebook, Twitter. And, you know, if you could take one second, as soon as you finish listening to us today, go and find wherever you're listening to this podcast on and look at the review section and please find uh, the ability to go and leave us a review. We do look at all the reviews that are posted and we appreciate every one of them, but it does help us move us up in the rankings, which has got nothing to do with, you know, making us feel good about ourselves. but it just brings us into more people's homes. So we hope we entertain you. So we would appreciate that. Um, so for Stacy and for myself, we'd like to thank you. And we want to wish you a great day. Bye, everyone. 